Dan, how are you doing? I am doing great. How was your New Year's? I was just going to say Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yes, indeed. Happy New Year 2023. 2023 is here. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what I was watching. It was something on the internet about like a science fiction novel from, you know, like written back in the 30s or 40s. And <laughs> the the future was like the year 2000, you know, or the year 2020 and we're all in spaceships and yes, like, flying cars and robots. And... Yeah. Boy, yep. did we let those guys down, huh? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw, you remember the movie back to the future with Marty McFly and the DeLorean, the time machine. Yes. Uh, he, the, the time difference from when, from where that movie took place to the time that he went back in time to the fifties would be like, if the film was filmed today, you would go back in time to 1993. <laughs> yeah, that is uh -huh. crazy. It just seems like the older I get, I maybe pink Floyd was right. Every year is getting shorter. Yeah. 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 It's been a, um, and I just know, like, 2023, I mean, geez, it just feels like it's just, like, three days three days old now, you know? I know. It's crazy. <laughs> because there's, it is. There's so yeah. many things I haven't done yet this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing I did do was I've been working, working on my truck. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. There is... Okay, so, you know, we need, the way we live, we got to have our vehicles. And that's why I think a lot of people have more than one car and truck because, you know, if one breaks down, you got, you have a plan B. And man, whenever I have car problems, no, whenever I have truck problems, oh, everything just comes to a screeching halt for me. Everything. <laughs> you get a little nervous i i don't i'm a very good sleeper i lose sleep occasionally from worrying but the one thing that keeps me up at night is when something's wrong with the truck oh yes mm -hmm. yep i i can i can only speak for myself but i would imagine that a lot of sole proprietors out there probably feel the same that you know, there's a lot of moving parts to my enterprise. I got all kinds of different machines, but it seems like if anything breaks down or if it, you know, if the Martians come and steal it and fly it away, I have like a plan B or multiple plan Bs, you know, like if my firewood processor, my Yappa wouldn't start up, well, I got a chainsaw and a log splitter. And if my log splitter doesn't start, I got another one. And if my chainsaw yeah. doesn't start, I got like six others that I can, you know, go after. But man, if that truck breaks down or, or you know, the heater quits working in it or the door won't shut, you know, weird things happen to trucks in the wintertime. Just everything comes to a stop. Could it be my most important piece of the puzzle? Oh, I don't know. That that is an interesting 
question is the pickup truck yeah how, how big of a role does it play yeah well with a delivery service it, it plays a <laughs> it plays a big role yeah you know and in the way i do firewood too even if like all my machines disappeared which knock wood you know i'd still have a plan for that because i i buy a lot of firewood that's already made and except for this last year which was weird i think it might have been an outlier because there was like no one had firewood for sale in their yard so i think it's because everyone was keeping it for themselves you can always find firewood and if you have the sales mechanism in place you can sell it and double your money easy you can always move it that's right but yeah but gee whiz you need a truck yeah i guess there's ways around that too i don't know how practical they are you can go rent one for the week yeah you know i see like you ever go to like (laughs) home depot and they have their pickup truck out in the parking lot you know for 19 dollars an hour or 19 yeah i was thinking man that could make sense too 19.99 in a pinch pinch. (laughs) yeah you know i had some truck problems and i'll blame it on that cold snap that we had Uh, but you know i had another one too during the cold weather uh, my heater quit working in my in my delivery truck i got two trucks the my white one that's all lettered up that's my i call it the delivery truck the heater quit working in it so these fords have this um blend door actuator it's in the dashboard behind the radio and they just start thumping thump 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 (laughs) it's like chinese blend door actuator torture And I, you know, you got to get it fixed. All the deliveries yeah. come to a screeching halt. You got to take the radio and, and that thing has got the one bolt that you can't get to. <laughs> uh, yeah. But then this cold snap that we had. So my four wheel drive, I've had it forever. It has been, I hate bragging because it's me that's going to break down. It's been the greatest truck. It, it It's not a good puller. It has no power, but it is just a great running truck. It has never once had a hiccup. And after this cold spell during it, I had it idling out in the driveway because it had an inch of ice on it. And, it. and it probably idled for about 20 minutes to a half hour. And then the next day when I went out to start it, it wouldn't idle. Oh, no. <laughs> and you know pull a trailer full of firewood with a pickup truck that won't idle you know and oh it just ruined my week and it was too cold to work on it <laughs> and i thought well maybe fords have a knack of fixing themselves <laughs> and maybe if the temperature breaks because it was supposed to warm up you know it would like something was froze up on it and it would unfreeze and it would run fine well it didn't it didn't no and i'm just saying that is when you learn how important your truck is is when you don't have it anymore right i can imagine with two of them you have to worry and about things twice as much i mean you have two different vehicles that the, the problem there, Dan, is if you have two, when one goes down, I still remember this when dad, uh, he 
few years back, he started losing vision in one of his eyes. And he was getting a detached retina, which he got operated on, and it went back to normal. But that time until his operation, you know, and the uncertainty after it, he said that he never really appreciated the fact that you have two eyes. And once you lose one, you only have you only have one left. Right. Yeah. Yep. And I was feeling that same thing with my truck. Oh, man. I think um, if I am to address a particular area of a, vul- a vulnerability that I have, a risk, it could be my aging fleet. Ooh, yeah. And it's not, uh, it's not cheap to replace or upgrade or yeah, change out. No, my gosh. <laughs> have you seen the prices of new trucks lately? No, I don't even want to know. Are the used ones? Jeez, oh, ones. I've said if you need to buy yourself a new truck, you should go buy a premium oil change on your current truck. <laughs> See, I, I'm in the complete opposite position of you. Is I, I mean, my truck sits and hardly gets used. Um, but I do know the feeling of when something breaks down and you, you have, you know, like the unexpected, you go out, you got to get somewhere. All of a sudden your truck doesn't start. It's always when you, you know, you least expect it and it can completely throw your whole day, your whole week off. Just sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it does. I don't know how you are, but I, my tradition every morning when I get my coffee, I'll like go outside and step out of the back door of the garage. And the very first thing I do is I make sure there's air in all my tires. <laughs> it's just a habit I have. I think it's because I had a Vega growing up that all four tires leaked on it, you know, including the oil and the antifreeze and the brake fluid, everything leaked on that car. Wow. So it's just something I'm trained. That's the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning. I look and see if I have air in my tires. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got I got two trailers. There's four tires each. I got two trucks. I got that dump trailer or the you know the little the little dump trailer. My two splitters have two tires each. Jeez. The, the tractor has four. There's a lot of air in there. Sounds like a 18 wheels and a dozen roses song coming out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next thing you worry about are your batteries. Is it going to start when you turn the key? Yeah. Yep. With the cold weather, that's always a big concern for me as well. Mm-hmm. That cold spell that we had, I think really, I don't know. Maybe it was because it was just the first one of the year, but, you know, it exposes vulnerabilities or weaknesses in your machines. So could would you be able to get through your day without your tractor? Um if if I'm producing firewood, I could. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> Just yeah. because it is that that for me is like you know, the center of the operation, whether I'm moving wood around, bringing it into the woodshed, taking it to the roadside stand, moving logs around. I mean, it's just that if I didn't have that, I I mean, I like you, I would still be able to produce some stuff. I could still split. Yeah. But yeah, that tractor for me is my, the tractor is the big one for me. Mm-hmm. It's probably that way for me now too, because I need those logs lifted up onto a table. But even then, I think I could probably get by. I would just start. I would just 
get my splitter up next to a pile of logs and I would get out the chainsaw and go to town on it. Yeah. Without the tractor, but oh, I could love my tractor. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love it as much as my trucks. It's, they're such a big, big tool, a big producer. Yeah. I don't know how I, I don't know how I got through life without one. <laughs> and I don't know. I know you've always met, you always have, you kind of coined that phrase, the, the pooling in a pickup yeah. for starting out. And I, I would, I would have to say that if you were starting out getting into firewood, a pickup truck is pro a reliable truck would probably be one of the main things you would want. Cause you probably, how, you know, how else would you go and source your material or deliver your material? I mean, it, yeah, it would be a big, it Big certainly partner. gives you control over your life. I have made comments in the past, and I still believe this. You can still be a firewood service without even owning a truck. You know, you'd have to figure that one out. Either find someone reliable that's got a truck, or you can rent one, or you know, do just local pickup. Yep. You know, which I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> I don't have local pickup, so. Um, that's where the truck is such a big deal for me. Yeah, and that's where I'm. I only I only am local pickup, <laughs> so that's why <laughs> that's why my truck is is kind of in a position of you know it's kind of the opposite. Uh huh. But starting out, it wasn't that way. I mean, I I would drive to my neighbors. I would drive to the farm. I would drive all over looking for wood that I could you know down trees, just ways to bring wood back to the woodyard to split up and process into firewood. Mm -hmm. So I was still, a pickup was still useful for me starting out, even though I never delivered with it. I delivered wood to my wood yard. That last, um, this was before the big storm. We did have that cold snap and that's when my heater quit working in my white truck. And that's where I wish I had the discipline. I would have filmed it. I don't know how exciting of a video that would be for my YouTube channel, but Oh man. And what I had done because the thumping, the thumping, the thumping, I, and I had to drive, you know, it was like a 40 mile round trip. I'd have gone crazy. So my thought was I will pull the plug on this thing and then I'll just drive back and forth without any heat and just deal with it, you know? Uh, but to get the thumping to quit, I couldn't get to the plug until you took the part off. Oh. And I had to take, if you know, your Fords, do you know that you can have your stereo out of a Ford in like 15 seconds? <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah, they make a special tool and you literally stick it in the hole, you pull it out and you got a brand new stereo in your hand. Just a wow. little tip out there if you ever want to break into trucks out in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I had the stereo out and then you have to take the, the glove box and like pull the things on it so it flips all the way down. And you got your right hand up in the dashboard through the glove box and your left hand in the dashboard from your radio. And you got this little dinky uh, eight millimeter wrench that you can just get about a sixteenth of an inch turn on the nut every <laughs> and every time you bring the wrench back to get another bite on that nut you cut your finger again on a sharp piece of metal in there, you know, <laughs> or you drop the wrench. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I got the part loose and pulled the plug on it 
and then I went on my delivery. So I was like an, two hours behind schedule. But you yeah. know, I called everyone, told everyone the the update and stuff. So no one was sitting around waiting on me. But just little things like that. Log hauler Jesse was telling me, you know, his big truck, his heater quit on it. And it was something with the heater core, which was under the passenger seat, and he had to take the passenger seat out. And Ooh. or I think and I think he had a window that went down and it wouldn't go back up. <laughs> you know, you just think of just like weird things that can happen, you know, especially in a winter time. Yeah. You just don't, you know, you always think of the car breaking down or blowing out a tire, losing your brakes and stuff. But man, think about your window not going back up in the middle of winter. Right. And it, those things always happen when at mm -hmm. the worst possible time, you know, like for you, you have two deliveries to do. This thing goes out. If it would be that you were just driving into the store to get a gallon of milk, you know, that nothing ever happens when you're just doing that. <laughs> it's always mm -hmm. when something important is going on. My wife was out at the mall, you know, in this big cold snap and the trunk wouldn't shut. It wouldn't latch, you know, and uh, I just figured it was frozen. She went back in. She was pretty resourceful. I was impressed. She went in and bought a can of WD-40 and sprayed it in there and it got it to shut. Oh, but you know, if you don't have that knowledge there, you're stuck. You're out with a trunk that won't shut, you know, and you yeah. still got to drive home. I was out one time before my door wouldn't close because you know, the lock froze up on it. Mm, yeah. Mm hmm. Well, you could drive. You can drive with your trunk open if you go fast enough. It just the air, the, you know, push it down. <laughs> right. Yeah, but then you're in like stop and go traffic, and then everyone's honking at you to tell you that your trunk is open. Yeah, you and just... then you're thinking, "Wow, I never noticed." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but that was on my mind when the truck uh, wouldn't idle. Everything changed. Yeah, you know, a nice, happy existence, a nice, happy existence just changed in an instant because your truck won't run because your truck is down and out. Oh, yep. gosh, yeah. the operation comes to its knees. Mm hmm. And I, uh, I really do believe this. If you were to ask me what is my most impart important piece of equipment that I have for my firewood operation, I'll tell you, it's my truck. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can, like you said, being a firewood delivery service, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. It makes me think that buying a new one may be worth, you know, the pain of shelling out some big bucks. Yeah. That's the nice thing about my tractor. It's brand new. Well, it's not brand new anymore, but you know, it's new. You turn the key, it starts. You right. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, that that's why I got rid of my old truck. Is just like I just got so tired of that unknown. What's going to break down next? So I figured if I bought a newer truck, I would eliminate that problem. You know. Yeah. Well, the old saying is parts or payment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the payments now I don't want. I don't know if I'd want on a new one. Oh gosh, I don't see, especially with trucks. Gosh, they're so nice. And man, are they expensive. Could you imagine buying a new truck and then like throwing a cinder block into the bed of it? Oh know. my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> or or walking walking off the dealer's parking lot knowing that the truck you just looked at was twice as much 
as what your parents paid for their entire farm. <laughs> yeah, for their house. Gosh, my health times have changed, huh? But if anyone at Ford is listening, I would gladly take a new truck and give my personal feelings and opinions on it every week <laughs> for the rest of 2023 if you would yeah. like to drop one off. <laughs> I'm holding out for the Maserati uh, truck. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, we need Maserati to make a truck and then I'll I will run it. I'll think about it, but I'll probably do it. I'll I'll run it on my channel and let everyone know how how it how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Uh -huh. That would be I'm nice. A, mm. a simple guy from Ohio, but I've always wanted a Maserati. I just think they're about the coolest looking car on the road. Wow. And you would drive they, it around? Oh, yeah, I would. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the most practical guy you've ever met, but I would I would drive a Maserati. Have you seen them? God, are they cool. The, it's the Maserati Gran Turismo. Yeah. I think the sharpest car ever. And it's got a Ferrari engine. It's, a, it's considered a supercar. Ooh. You know, it's as fast as a as a Ferrari or any of these, you know, Lamborghinis and stuff, but it looks, oh God, is it awesome? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not much of a yeah. car guy, I'm not no. really in the, but you know, well, that's the one. practical side of me. Yeah. So that's like Ford Tauruses and F one fifties. That's yeah. my life. Yeah. <laughs> that's the whole thing. And that's why like, you know, for me, a vehicle is I want to put the key in, I turn it, it starts and it gets me from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. And to your point, when there's a disruption in that, that's when the aggravation just builds. And yeah, I think I take decent care of my vehicles. Uh, probably I'm not as disciplined as I should. Uh, but that is one of my secrets in my past that many people don't know is that I'm a, a true blue motorhead mm. and just grew up with cars. I've always, I've worked on them my whole life. And yep. yeah, I don't know. I keep wishing I could just get away from it because some of the I just don't enjoy doing anymore. Um, like whenever my truck would need brakes, I did. I shopped around to find someone to put brakes on it, and I just couldn't get over how much people are charging. And these brake jobs are just so easy to do. You know, it's like two bolts and the rotor, the caliper comes right off, and yeah. Yeah, brakes are only useful when you need to stop, though. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's why I would never do it myself. <laughs> I would need someone else to do that for me. Or you could have my Vega. It had Flintstone brakes on it. I had a big hole in the floor. You could drag your feet while the car was going down the road. Serious. <laughs> oh, my. You could pull back the mud flap, and you could see the oil dripping onto the driveway nice yeah yeah through the floor through the floor of the car <laughs> <laughs> well dan i um yeah I'm, we're going into the new year and you know i just say that a lot depends on the weather and we're dealing with the warm weather and the mud right now but that's what the the trucks and the machines they've been on my mind yeah and so santa didn't bring you the new truck no and your old truck having some issues yeah. yeah that yeah that would really put a kink into uh like you said the operation would come to a, a screeching halt 
Well, mm-hmm. maybe not screeching halt, but yeah. slow it. Well, down. I got the. I have the truck fixed though. I fixed it. I figured out what was wrong with it, and uh, I got out of it for seven dollars and fifty cents. Nice. Yeah, uh, it didn't have a code. I just did some research on it, and they said that the throttle bodies get gummed up on these things over the years. Hmm. And that throttle body, literally, I could take that out of that truck in five minutes. Well, I did. And the backside of it was just varnished, you know, so I just gummed out. Well, I used a throttle body cleaner and got it all nice and clean, and it runs brand new again. Wow. See, that's something that I, I wouldn't be able to do. I would end up having to get it. Having somebody look at it, and I would pay, you know, whatever it was, $120 an hour sure. labor rate. What planet are you from? <laughs> <laughs> that's just, you know, it's just, that's just how I am. Well, I guarantee you with my truck, Ford would have charged me $500, and they would have not figured out what was wrong with it because it didn't have a code. Oh, yeah. And I'm telling you that that mechanic wouldn't have wanted to spend extra time, you know, cleaning a throttle body because he's not getting paid to replace a part yep yeah that's how it works these days (laughs) (laughs) but we're back to normal but it's still it's in the back of my head as a lonely feeling oh yeah and that's that's not a good way to start the new year like that definitely not yeah well you know it's on my list i'm not telling or i mean i don't know if i have a plan uh, but it's on my radar screen, so we'll figure it out. Mm, ooh, yeah. little or or you'll go outside one day and your truck's missing, <laughs> and then you'll see it in one of I, my videos. I think I do have almost the exact same truck as you. <laughs> it's pretty close. I yeah. Well, mine I got into it cheap, and this was before the prices went crazy. It's a what you call a work truck you know it's an eight foot bed with a regular cab it's got roll-up windows and a pathetic stereo <laughs> and uh you know it's just a stripped down truck but man it's nice yeah it's fast that white truck i have huh, that thing belongs on the drag strip my great my four-wheel drive truck is slow but man it runs nice it's just the nicest running and that was the hard part with it when it was stalling you can't hear the run engine running anyways. It's so quiet and smooth. And I couldn't even tell that the truck stalled. I push on the gas. I was thinking, what the heck? Ooh. You'd like those yeah, new that white right, truck. Like those new Whew. cars that shut off when you're at a stoplight. Yeah, I have my dad's old Malibu that shuts off and that I it causes me stress. It takes me back to my Vega because it would shut off at the intersections too. <laughs> but it wasn't supposed to. yeah so there we are going into 2023 i'm still loaded up with deliveries and i just point my truck in the right direction and hope it gets me there there you go yeah i don't i don't worry so much about my truck but man my little coyote tractor same thing if i i just if that thing would go down i would it would really impact uh-huh everything we should have our own tv show remember toddlers and tiaras we should have tractors and trucks <laughs> we could just sit around and complain all day that neither one of them run all right i want i wonder <laughs> what the uh what the poll would be from the woodhounds if they had a truck and or a tractor which one is more uh 
influential on their business? Which one has the biggest impact yeah. if it were to be down? Or not even a business, you know, if you're just getting your own firewood. And that was the same way with me, though, before I was a business. If my truck broke down, everything came to a screeching halt because that's how I would take my truck out, you know, to the farmer's fields and out to the oh, woods. Oh, yeah. And bring it back. Yeah. I saw so, yeah. Yeah. Well, if people, if you have an opinion or if it is a truck or a tractor, but it's something else, why don't you send us an email and let us know. Maybe we'll read your email on the, on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I would be interested to know because like, you know, I think it, for me growing up, that's how we always went. We always went back into the woods to make firewood with a tractor and a trailer, like a, yeah. a wagon. So like, I, you know, like the whole idea of getting firewood for personal use was always with tractors. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I am now. Shockingly. God, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. How that turns out. <laughs> the things you don't think influenced your life. And all of a sudden you look back and you're like, geez, that's how I did it when I was young. And now that's how I'm doing it now when I'm old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, all right, Dan, how about we strike up the band and let's get out of here, huh? Yeah, let's let's uh let's go take on 2023 with with gusto. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's been uh it's, it's so far it's been good for me, but you sounds like it's going to only get no, better. I'm, yeah, no, I'm good. That's fixed. Everything's back to normal. Everything's now. back to normal. All right. Knock well. wood. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for tuning in and helping make the Woodhounds podcast the number one firewood podcast in the world. Yes. Thanks for being here, Woodhounds. And we look forward to seeing you or for you listening to us <laughs> next Wednesday, five in the morning, new episodes every week. Yeah. Be there or be square. Yes. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for tuning in and everyone have a great year.